Vagina abs to stick. That sounds so awful. Daddy, what's that? Cyborg, I want to no, point I... out that you can't say the word wolf. You said night wolf before, and it's pissed me off ever since. No beta code. I'm surprised. Not bowing down to the con. That's a paddling. <laughs> hey, Cyrax boy, guess what? Who First the fuck one? doesn't like Yoshi? <laughs> I don't like Yoshi. <laughs> what the fuck? How do we feel about Tremor? Because I gotta say this. I want to see him come. Yes, but it's because I'm actually peeing in the bucket at the bottom of my seat. So mm. like, I'm like, Nitara's design. You know, you're saying Nitara again. Oh shit! Thank Just you. let's <laughs> go. I'm on so many drugs at the moment. Great. Glad to hear it. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm done being serious. We can talk about the taste of cock again. If that's what you guys want to. <laughs> Wait. What? This is my fucking ass hanging out. What, bitch? Are we even recording right now? We're not recording, of course not. Wondering. Nobody's gonna listen to this. I hear from, like the sound of like bolts being loaded into a chamber and like shots being fired. Is it like an air gun? I don't. I'm hearing like Russian roulette, like right up next to the light. What's going on? Yep, definitely taking shots with a rifle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're rolling. Hey, how can you Ow! Goddammit, she stepped on the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more. Balls? Uh, we're yeah. rolling, right? Step on the balls. I do believe we're rolling, yes. We are rolling. You can... Welcome to the Nethercast. I am Cyborg. Ignore what you heard there before. Um, Don't ignore it. Step on the balls. <laughs> got, uh... <laughs> <laughs> got uh, we like Razor, it. Chad, and temporary username with us, as always. It's episode 70-something, or maybe I think we're on 78. 78? Some sort of milestone. Remember that. Oh. Pretty sure it's 78. All right. That sounds accurate to me. So how's everybody doing? I have a head cold, and I want to die. If it weren't for the fact that there's a new episode of Red Dwarf, fresh from the UK, that I just downloaded, I'd be in bed by now. Also, because I love you all, I guess. Anybody see that new Blade Runner? I'm I going did. tomorrow night. Going tomorrow night. Pretty cool. I've uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I've heard good things. I enjoy. Everyone it. says it's fucking wonderful. Yeah, well, it's gonna take a shit and die at the box office, sadly. Red Letter Media says it's better than the first one. That's a bold claim. Also, which version of the first one? There well, are like that's, six. That's the thing. I don't think it matters to them. I, I don't think they're very big fans of the first one. <laughs> oh, and okay. Honestly, well, Jesus. The original Blade Runner, I would call an acquired taste. It's something that you don't understand why it's a classic the first time you see it. But like, a couple of more years of studying film history and cyberpunk and you get it. It's not a visually wowing film. It's well, it dirty, was when it came ugly. out, and that's... Not these days. Not not anymore, no. Context is important for this yeah, it, it was but very, it deserves it. It was groundbreaking, mm -hmm. and that's a lot of where its reputation comes from. But it's just kind of a <laughs> slow noir film now. What? <laughs> Which is, which is fine. I mean, it's a good slow noir film. <laughs> a favorite of mine. 
We like Harrison yeah, Ford. So, um, Raiden. Yeah, Raiden in Injustice. I um that game we're all playing, right? <laughs> yeah. That game I let the computer play so I can get stuff. And I've then I never get a lot the of, stuff uh, I want. I figured out. Been... I, I figured out. I really I like most of Raiden's gear, but it seems like finding a pair of arms that are full sleeves is going to be the equivalent of trying to win the Batman chest with the yellow oval or the Flash chest with the white circle. It's never gonna fucking happen for me. <laughs> Is that oh, really you know. the case? Is that the new Aquaman shirt? Is Raiden's arms? Did they really not put sleeves in the game? There are sleeves in the game. They're just hard to okay. get. Okay. Now here's <sighs> here's what I really like is that he has gear for his MK2 costume, like the blue apron. He has an epic level gear set for that, so I'm I've been trying to get that. Oh, they made it epic. Yeah, yeah, it's uh -huh. it's gold. But. I mean, there's a lot of normals that look like MK9 Raiden. I just can't get fucking sleeves. <laughs> it's gold, Jerry. Gold. Hmm, sleeves. Yeah. So, like, Yellow Oval Batman is that insanely hard to come by? Uh, to me, he's on the same tier as the fucking dick stick. I can't, I can't fucking do it. I was about to make that it. comparison. I can't fucking get it. That's, uh, yeah, I still don't have a dick stick to this day. And I, That's it for me, man. I can't, I can't make a religion out of trying to get one character just the way I want him. Yeah, don't got that no, kind of time. That's a big yeah. reason why I don't yeah. play the fucking game anymore. Is it burned me out. I don't have six months to devote to like trying to perfect one goddamn costume. If they had just put normal <laughs> costumes in the fucking game, maybe I'd play the game. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle is real. It's very real. I, I do still enjoy playing the game, but I still don't do it. Like it just there's there's other shit right now. It just it it's it's it, it's like honeymoon phase is pretty much over at this point. It's like, now another fighting game in my library. It took me until just yesterday to finally get a pair of legs for Green Lantern that don't have armor on the thighs. I didn't um, know that existed. Yeah, I didn't I'm, know it existed either until I finally the? got one. Know who looks good right now? Samus. Samus looks good right now. I'm playing Metroid. I moved on. <laughs> Sorry. I'm done. Well, at least I Samus will be in armor. I've officially dropped Injustice. Mm -hmm. well, which Metroid? Uh, Samus Returns. 3DS. Uh... A very, very fine second remake of, AM of uh, Metroid 2 in the last year. I don't know if it's the better one, but... It's fucking great. Is that is that great, counting the fan one that got shut down? Oh yeah, it's absolutely counting the fan one. It doesn't mm. matter that it got shut down. Well, I mean, it's out. It there, got shut so down. Can get it, it got shut down after it was done. Yeah, that's unlike, the right way to do it. Don't tell anybody you're making the thing. Unlike then put it up for torrent. <laughs> and then they can't stop you. Hey, Kotaku, <laughs> look at this thing we're doing. Want to report on it? Okay. Wait. What do you mean this is illegal? Oh. <laughs> but we Respect have all these assets. <laughs> Perspective is a funny thing. Ah, dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> this day, that 3D Chrono Trigger still haunts me. Son of a bitch. You know, anyway. after playing Castlevania Symphony of the Night, it's hard to go back to any Metroid game. Uh, I just it, it, sometimes, like, 
it's other genres too, like fucking even the original Castlevania four is really hard because it it's just Castlevania is sort of my point of reference for every Metroid experience I've ever had yeah. now. Like did I you mean, ever finish Super Super Metroid? For me, Yes, I love Super Metroid, okay. but yeah. The Prime games, because they have completely different like they're more first person. So that's sort of that's... my uh touch point for Metroid where it's like now I don't think of Castlevania when I play this. It's its own thing. I never had a GameCube, so I missed out on all the Prime games. Oh, and I, when it came out on Wii, I ran out of batteries, so I couldn't play that shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the Wii. But I anyway. Actually, I got a lot of use out of my GameCube. I never regretted getting a GameCube. It's also easy to take places. It has a handle built in. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a dumb name when you think about it. GameCube. <laughs> I don't know, I kind of like it. It kind of has like a... It's descriptive. Game box. It's like... PlayStation, (laughs) GameCube, they're both... They're both Vigiboxes, is the meaning of the name. Like Xbox, that one, where the... What the fuck is an X? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Xbox sounds like porn. This this is not a box that plays Xs, I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Xbox sounds like something like a teenager hides under his mattress. Like, Xbox doesn't sound good to me. Uh, Game... GameCube, whenever I hear the, hear the word cube, I can't help but to think of, like, sci-fi, like, craziness. Like, cubes are very literarily charged, I guess, for me. I, I guess I have a very positive connotation for the word cube. I like the word cube. I like that it is a cube. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not false advertising. It's a cube that plays games. It's very literal. You know yeah, what name... You know what name probably... Probably dug its own... Gra- dug its own grave? The Ouya... Remember that piece of shit? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I don't know the Ooh, yeah. That sounds like an 80s band. Duh, You're not wrong, actually. Indie, yeah. indie console. It's going to be the <laughs> answer to all your problems. It can play anything. So it's an emulator box, then. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Ooh, yeah. Huh. Play Station. It's the station where you play. Makes sense. Dreamcast always thought was a good name. See, that's cool. Sapper. That's like at least like it's like calling your console the Scorpion or something like that. To me, it sounds cool. But the the game box, the, Scorpio. Know, just, <laughs> the game cube. I don't know. There's there's room, I think, for the very literal names and for the artsy names. The game triangle. Like it, it is a <laughs> like, shame that they know, didn't that like... they didn't follow through on calling it the dolphin. <laughs> game wrong. I I rather liked the Scorpio as a name. For I Xbox. did too. I agree. If you're, if, I thought the Scorpio. If, yeah. if you've named your system after a parody Bond villain or something that sounds like a Bond villain, you're probably doing it right. Play I, trapezoid. I I, I want to play the do... the Microsoft Moon Laser. <laughs> 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 the Nintendo Odd Job. <laughs> the Sony uh, Goldfinger. <laughs> the Microsoft Baron Samity. It's the first one that didn't sound like sex. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the Scorpio, I agree, was a tight name. Um, It's a lot better than the fucking Xbox X or the Xbox. <laughs> fucking... Gosh, what is wrong with them? I haven't been paying attention. What's it called now? The Onks Bonks? Can we have any better? <laughs> but the Xbox. One of the worst is the, is the Wii U. 
Yeah, that's pretty bad. Like, we, we Every... fucked up the first time, so let's fuck it up even more. <laughs> Every <laughs> fucking time I think of that goddamn name, I flash back to Kung Pao into the fist. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I feel like there's something deliberately silly about the original Wii and like how the the commercials were just literally Japanese businessmen like ringing people's doorbells and going, we would like to play. <laughs> creepy. It's creepy when you make it. <laughs> it is <laughs> creepy, but it's like funny. Like it's self-aware how creepy it is. <laughs> I mean, it's refreshing after, like, Konami, which basically just shit all over its fans. Like, Konami had a commercial like that. That would kind of win me back a little. But the idea that Konami cares about anything gaming-related is just such a fucking stake in the heart. I don't know, man. Um, clearly, you can all see how much we care about Raiden. That's, uh, this oh, is yeah. telling. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I've heard good things, but, yeah. You know what's more interesting than Raiden? This CD I'm ripping to my hard drive right now. I gave it three guesses as to what it is. It involves fighting games. Is it? Is it the Immortals album? <laughs> it is not. It is not. You're not going to get this shit. It's terrible. Or it's related to terrible. It's related to terrible. <laughs> it's kind of related to terrible. <laughs> it's terrible adjacent. <laughs> is it a Shaq Fu ROM? I don't know if I... I don't know if I have a guess anymore. That's, that's yeah, pretty much all I have. You're, you're a step closer than Immortals. Huh. <laughs> Clay Fighter? No, now you're very, very far away. <laughs> Eternal yeah, like The dog might be closer. <laughs> oh, she's close. Too close. <laughs> That's two guesses, I think. That's two guesses. We've had Clay Fighter and we've had the Immortals. Give you guys one more. Primal Rage? Eternal Champion. <laughs> Anything from the 3DO? Man, not one of you motherfuckers guessed Street Fighter. I hold in my hand the completely forgotten hip-hop R&B soundtrack to the Jean-Claude Van Damme Street Fighter movie with such artists as Ice Cube, Nas, The Far Side, LL Cool J, and, <laughs> and Hammer, when he was called Hammer, because MC Hammer was too silly after that whole several period of years. Well, he was no longer the master of ceremonies at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I would not have guessed that. I've seen the Street Fighter movie. I don't remember any hip-hop ever. So I, yeah, well, I, I did not know that was a thing that existed. <laughs> yeah. I used to have this thing as like as a really, really young kid. <clears throat> Specifically, I bought it because um, there was a really good song called like called Worth Fighting For. It's by Angelique Kidjo. It's like the second to last track on this thing. And it plays when, like, Gal and his men are, like, on the tanks and they're going to Shadowloo Island towards the end of the film. I bought this thing specifically for that. The like, And aside from that, the whole thing is just, like, East Coast rap. It's not bad. It grew on me after a while. I had it on tape, and then I just lost it somewhere along the line. And last week, I'm like, huh. I forgot about those songs. So, mm. off to Discogs for $5, I went. A little trip down nostalgia lane. Yeah, anyway, that's, uh, that's, no, uh, that's more interesting than Raiden, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I do want to play him. I, I have him on my Xbox version of the game. I just, uh, I don't know. Like I, I've actually heard really good things. Like uh, The other uh, 
you know, guys, the the King of the Hill crew, they all seem to like him a lot. I just, uh, there's a lot of cool characters in Justice that I don't really want to play, and Raiden's probably going to be in that box when everything's said and done, so. Hellboy, unfortunately, is the same way. I don't really have any desire to play Hellboy. I don't, I don't really have... Oh, but shit, there's the Atom. We never even talked about the Atom. Yeah, the Atom actually looks really cool from what I've seen. Like, the, the little nice things revealed of his moves. Yeah, yeah, if I played the game, I would love to play Adam. Like, yeah, I, I would well, actually see, consider, like, buying Adam. That's the thing. If I liked this game, I would have no complaints about any of the DLC so far, <laughs> really, but I'm just not really into Injustice as a game. Yeah, I still really like it, but everyone knows I'm on the Marvel train right now, so it's going to be not hard, but impossible to play Injustice 2 right now. I, I can barely play the games I want to play. Um, I got a Super Nintendo Mini, or whatever it's called, and I haven't even had time to play that, really. So, I just... God, it's so hard to find time to play this shit. And also, like... I don't know, like, if I play Injustice, what am I going to do? I'm going to pick Blue Beetle, Green Lantern... Or Starfire, and I'm going to play the same sets I've been playing since July. And not that, I mean, that's a lot of fun. But one reason why I like Marvel so much is because when you finally hit someone and you start a combo, you can do really interesting high execution things. Maybe not that high execution, but you, there's a lot of creativity. That's I, I love Injustice too, but that's by far my biggest problem with the game is once you land a hit, it's fucking launcher into a back three. Into a jump three, into a chain combo, into a special move. And that is every bread and butter in the game. And it's so boring and it's so easy and it's not interesting. And there's really no reason to do anything else because that's where all your damage comes from. Anything more swagger than that's going to cost you damage. Unless you're like Batman, but all his fucking like high execution combos are not that interesting to me. It's like, oh, you can land a second jump two in the combo. I, I don't care. I just don't care. So Marvel's been a lot of fun. And all my thoughts on Marvel and the Warrior Shrine, really, I get why people don't like the game. I will not tell anyone to buy it, but I'm really having a good time. It's the most fun I've had in a long time in a fighting game. Yeah, I keep I keep hearing that uh, Marvel is, like, a lot of fun gameplay-wise. It's just, I look at the roster, and nothing catches my eye. Well, you skipped out on Mega Man X, which is unfortunate. Um, yeah. I think if you had that... Yeah? There are uh, reports coming in that all the DLC was, again, ready months before the game came out, and it's just basically locked off like usual. You motherfuckers learned nothing over the past couple I of years, I don't know you? if that's true, though. I, I, I heard that, well, too, but it's not on the disc. If they did do that, it's not on the disc this time. Well, they probably just... Like, I think companies are starting to get wise to data mining, so they're like... If they do have something done that could have been on the disc, they'll take it off anyway, just so people don't, quote-unquote, catch them in the act. But I mean, it's still, they still, they definitely made Monster Hunter and Black Panther before the game was out. Like, those characters were done. But those were CGI models, though. I don't know if that constitutes a full fighting game character with balancing and testing and debugging. And, and if we're going into the theory that, you know, they just took it off the disc so we wouldn't find out... I mean, yeah, I, I can't disprove that, but who's to say NetherRealm isn't doing that too? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not just referring to the fact that they appear in story mode cutscenes. I'm, you know, the. I I believe the reports I've read about what was done before the game was released, and 
And I also think, like... I mean, I absolutely believe everything that says that the budget for this game is less than the DLC budget for Street Fighter V. <laughs> Did you see some of those sales figures from Japan the first week the game was out? Yeah, this thing's bad. fucking dead. The <laughs> Switch... The Switch version of Street Fighter 2 outsold it by twice as much. <laughs> that is a bad sign. Yeah, well, I, 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 Cyclops once said dreams don't die, but uh, there are no more X-Men this time around. I, uh, I would like to point out that the dream is also dead in the Marvel Universe right now. <laughs> <laughs> I read the comics. Mutants are never going to fucking... It, Cyclops himself is dead. That's <laughs> 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 fucking dead. <laughs> Has he been replaced by past Cyclops at this point or whatever the shit? I mean, technically, but who cares? <laughs> it's not the same. I don't know. How hard is it to remake him into a milk toast, boring leadership asshole? Anyways, I, but I'm sorry. Fuck Cyclops. Past Cyclops is a teenager, and being a teenager is always going to dominate his characterization. That's you can't replace kind of, a thirty-year-old man with the fifteen-year-old version of him. To be fair, I don't think there's much of a difference because being what does it being a teenager mean apart from being angsty, brooding, and me, 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 me. Why does no one listen to me? I know best. Me, me, me. And if that's not the crux of Cyclops' fucking character, I don't know what the hell is. Well, the crux I'm of Cyclops' character, like, the difference between the two versions is teen Cyclops is angsty because Gene won't go out with him, and adult Cyclops is angsty because Gene is dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that much of a stretch. That is kind of funny. I don't know, um... I I was always like Cyclops because my most of my X Men experience younger was from the cartoon. I liked the Wolverine Cyclops foil, so yeah. that was always my Cyclops experience. So I, I was I, I always thought it was cool. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same way, but like, it's just okay. So like, the whole thing about mutants is the belief that eventually they will outnumber humanity; that they are the next stage in evolution. And so, like, the fact that people are racist against them, it's just a matter of time before they're not the minority anymore, so that eventually they will automatically win that culture war. But in the past, like, five years of Marvel continuity, they're pretty much like, nope, mutants are going extinct. <laughs> so it's like, the dream literally is dead. There's nothing <laughs> left for them to fight for. They're all in Magneto's position now. There are no more good guys and bad guys, there's just survival. And it's like, I don't really want to read that version of the concept. Well, the allegory definitely falls apart once yeah, you start like, doing that. Yeah, they're no longer anything like a real-world minority. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not like black people or gay people are going extinct. <laughs> And, and, and if they were, I'm sure not all the gays would be like Magneto, too, so it still doesn't quite work 100%, so... <laughs> yeah, but it... So, like, so like in the 80s, it was like Magneto would go, why don't we all just move to an asteroid? Get the fuck out of here. And Cyclops is like, that won't solve the problem. Cut to 2015, that would totally solve the problem. <laughs> you know, there's a reason yeah. those Magneto was right t-shirts were selling so well. 
<laughs> Motherfucker, I need to make an order. It's just like, how much harder can you miss the point of an entire franchise? <laughs> well, I can't miss something I never had. I never read the X-Men comics, and yeah. I, I didn't hear great things, so I kind of stayed away from that, so... Well, let me. if you ever do want to get into the X-Men comics, I mean, obviously the era that the cartoon pulled from, probably the best. I would also recommend the Grant Morrison run from the early 2000s. And the Joss Whedon run that was shortly after that. Yeah, definitely. Everything after Whedon was bad. <laughs> That's where the that was the beginning of the end. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I was during Injustice Two's marketing. I was reading comics like none other, and then it, it was just like like all my interests after a certain point are a sharp drop-off, and I just move on to something else. So I'm in the something else phase right now. I'll full circle eventually. Um, probably once we get more MK11 stuff and all the... God, there's so many fucking fighting games. Dragon Ball's on the horizon, too. Um, <laughs> once uh, these fighting games right now gain a little bit of age and I start looking into other stuff, that's probably going to be a stronger possibility. But I don't even think I'd go to X-Men. I'm probably going to go back to Green Lantern and Doctor Strange more than likely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't say I blame you. I mean, it it is always more encouraging to get into something that's good in the present than something that was good in the past. Because you, you feel like, you feel like there's like this uh, subconscious drive of there's a point to what I'm doing, because when I catch up, I can keep reading. But if you're only going to get into something that, like is currently dead but was good once, it's like, yeah, I have an academic interest in this, but it's not going anywhere. Well, the academic interest lets you partake in the conversation, which I think is a big deal with, I hate the term nerd culture, yeah. but that's essentially what nerd culture is. It's a bunch of people who know enough about the same thing to talk about it. So that's how the circle is formed. So to be part of that conversation is in many ways half the fun um, especially if something goes bad, then the conversation becomes way more interesting. <laughs> yeah, for a while. But, I mean, that, that's it a... is it is more fun to complain than to talk about something positive. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's. <laughs> I mean, that's not true for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> we all like Blade Runners. Well, Shadow hasn't seen it yet, and I. I think I heard you said you saw it, right, Razor? No, I haven't seen it yet. I just i I've seen the um the Red Letter Media review. That's what I was. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. But I'm definitely going to see the movie soon here, probably this weekend. We all like the first Blade Runner, myself included. So yeah, yeah. Blade Runner's good. It's all right. <laughs> Especially the final cut, which is basically the I don't care what anyone says, I'm Ridley Scott version. Um, <laughs> I said unquestionable. I never realized the microphone was muted, so you wouldn't hear me coughing. <laughs> I've seen that movie three times, at least three different cuts, and it's always amazing. It's wonderful. Ugh, I feel like a Well, what else you got? Happy Friday the 13th. But what are y'all doing on your Friday the 13th? I want to play Friday the 13th. Well, I can do that. I mean, I'd play it well, with you, but I got plans to... <laughs> Blade Runner tomorrow night. That's my Friday the 13th evening. Um, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross are releasing a cover of John Carpenter's Halloween theme tomorrow. Ooh. I will presumably be 
before I go out to the movie, I'll be listening to this, Billy Corgan's very excellent new solo album, Staying Home and Masturbating While I Do So. It's, <laughs> I, Wait, is that real? To, to, the Billy Corgan solo album or the masturbating? Masturbating. <laughs> what are you? It's it's interesting if I tell you or if you think about it. Oh, I thought that was the name of the album. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, that's Billy Corgan evening. <laughs> well, you know what? For his subject material, the man could put out an album called Staying at Home and Masturbating, and it probably would accurately cover a lot of the content. I thought and I'm a Pumpkins fan. I'm a huge Pumpkins fan. <laughs> what do you guys think of the Halloween uh, reboot or picking up the first one? It's I didn't know that. No, see, it's not a reboot. It's a no, sequel I know it's not a reboot. Two. It starts after the first one, and it's with Jamie Lee Curtis and John Carpenter is going to executive produce and potentially do the score. Oh, that's Wait, so they're going to pretend like none of the sequels happened. So it's that's kind of okay. like that's alternate wonderful. universe thing. That's that's great. Onto the shit pile it goes. I'm sorry, it's done. The movie, <laughs> the, the, the franchise has been defecated over for 15 goddamn years. The last good one was H2O. It's too late. Stop fucking the horse's corpse. Put it on the bonfire with Alien and Jurassic Park and Terminator and everything else whose corpse we've repeatedly sexually violated over the past two decades and let it burn. I mean, you say Just that. Just like that, but if if they got Ridley away from the Alien franchise, like maybe like remember when Neil Blomkamp was going to do one? I would. Uh, do, do you know what's better? Th- do you know what's better than the last two Alien slash Prometheus movies? The Blomkamp movies that don't exist. If he had made them and they existed, they would still be better. This was always a bad idea. This is what I'm saying. But I'm like, if it went back to that, like if we got past Ridley having a death grip on it, I would go see those. I don't think the Alien yes. franchise is necessarily dead. Well, that's the thing Sorry, about dead horses. I mean, most dead horses, you're right, are just that. They're dead horses. But I still believe there's that glittering hope that every once in a while, like a dead horse will rise with like cyber enhancements holding the American flag. I still think sometimes you can do that under the right circumstances. It, it I, well, the big candidate to me is Terminator. I, I still think say. there's something that... Yeah, go on, yeah. Yeah, because, like, it do, nobody is more hurt by the state of the Terminator franchise than I am. <laughs> but James Cameron producing and then bringing um, Linda Hamilton back, I mean, I'm expecting to see, like, a shambling corpse walking around. But I'll watch that. <laughs> yeah, I... I mean, they can do it. Like, I definitely think, on principle, it is definitely possible. There's, there's no reason you can't make a good Terminator movie. It's just uh, there's a lot of ugly, unwashed hands in that pile. Yeah. So we got. You know what you've got to do? You've got to stop using Arnold Schwarzenegger imagery. The notion of a killer robot from the future does not specifically have to be tied to the to Dare Governor. It's easy. It's very easy, and yes. He's where 95% of the appeal comes from. But I feel that if we have to keep fucking this horse, just go all the way and give it a bit of a fresh spritz up. Put some makeup on the horse's face. I mean... Do something new. There's, there's, there's a tricky thing about the Terminator franchise, I think, where logically there is no reason that 
every T-800 has to look like Arnold, or, you know. But, like, the Sarah Connor Chronicle was... Something was missing. It it tried. It really did, but it just... It wasn't real Terminator to me. And I don't know what... Like, I don't know that the lack of Arnold, the fact that there were Terminators who didn't look like him, I don't think that was the problem. I think there's something about the um, the atmosphere of a Terminator film, where if you got enough of the people together... Like, if you had Linda Hamilton... And all the Terminators were just endoskeletons. Nobody was like a disguised human. That could work. But I think if you put like Sarah Connor and John Connor and then have a bunch of Terminators that aren't Arnold, it's just going to feel... It's going to feel like you're trying too hard to recapture it with an ingredient missing. If you've got to have that ingredient, I would propose that honestly... You just get a hold of fucking Richard, no, Robert Patrick, and get a humanized T-1000 or more or, or more vulnerable version of a T-1000. Doesn't necessarily have to be liquid metal. Call it the, T th the T-9500 or some, or some shit. Because Robert Patrick can carry a series. He really can. He also makes a hell of a poster on Temp's Wall. Yeah. Yep. I'm a fan. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that, I still would feel like, I would feel like you're making a movie where there's an Arnold-shaped hole and everyone is tipping tiptoeing around the hole. Like, I feel, I honestly feel like the only solution to not having Arnold, like, I'm not saying a Terminator movie has to have Arnold or it won't work. I just, I'm saying that the Terminators have to not have skin. That's the only way I would feel comfortable with it. <laughs> Hey, I mean, I, I would take that compromise if I had Robert Patrick. I mean, I, I would love a Robert Patrick Helms Terminator movie, like... But it would just feel like... It would feel somehow self-aware, like... We put Robert Patrick in, because Arnold's too old. It would just... It would feel like it was... Point... It was... It'd be too meta, somehow. I don't know. Robert Patrick looks old as fuck right now, dude. He doesn't look Possible. that good. I mean... Yeah. yeah. I, I, I guess that my closest comparison to this would be Alien Isolation. Did it really feel like it was tiptoeing around Ripley? And if it did, did anyone seem to really mind? Because that's like probably unquestionably the one Alien franchise product in the last... God, there has not been a good Alien film since I was a child. And even then, that's a stretch. <laughs> I, oh god, over half my life. I think. What have I been waiting for all these years? I think the Alien franchise in, is in a slightly different place, where they have conditioned people to be okay with a lack of Sigourney Weaver. Maybe. Well, I, just, I, I think yeah. it's possible to do it with Terminator. Cause, well, what I, what I might suggest to get around, like... <coughs> okay, Sorry. so there was, there was a series of novels uh, after Terminator 2 that was about... Sarah meeting this uh, Austrian mercenary who is the guy the T-800 design was based on. So if you, like, adapted those novels, then you could have Arnold in the movie, but he wouldn't be playing the Terminator. That would fix the age issue as well. That would make yeah. things a lot easier from a screenwriting perspective. Yeah. Although, uh, although the... I mean, Genesis was right about the fact that Terminators do age. 
I wouldn't know. I didn't watch Genesis. Yeah, I mean, it was a bad movie, but I'm just saying from a technical perspective, <laughs> that is a correct hand wave for the fact that Arnold is old. If you had a Terminator who had been around long enough, like the the flesh on their bodies is living tissue, it ages. I was fine with, well, I mean, I got correct myself i've never seen genesis and i don't think i ever will but i was fine with that i'm, I'm fine with old arnold for the most part I, I i don't think that's what hurts any of those movies no, really. I, think, Just... I think i don't think the the presence of arnold is the problem i think it's how the directors choose to use arnold because what made terminator one and two so classic like that makes them completely different from all the other terminator movies that you know they're like iconic cinema and all the other Terminator movies are schlock is because though in those movies Arnold played a serious character and in all the other movies Arnold's just kind of being himself well I think also the other Terminators don't have a real dramatic core that's that's why I like Terminator 2 it has nothing to do with the sci-fi elements I just like the drama of you know the Terminator trying to protect this kid yeah, that's from true. not There's... just like the world from the Terminator, but also in a way from his crazy mother. Sarah Connor is not is kind of a great character. I think people kind of <laughs> put her in the good guy territory just by default. But Sarah Connor is kind of fucked up if you really analyze the character. Yeah, oh, no, absolutely. She's, she's definitely like she's got psychological problems and she's not a very good mother. That's definitely like, and that that is what was so great about like Terminator Two is, like, there's there's character arcs, and there's a lot of, like, development they have to go through because they're fucking flawed. And, like, I would say, of the sequels, the only one that comes close to having that kind of emotion in it is three, and even then, not till the very end. Because Terminator 3 is, like, nine-tenths a goofy fucking comedy action movie and then at the very end it gets fucking serious and it's like this weird tone shift yeah i feel like the ending of terminator 3 though is no one wanted that i don't think and i i feel like they took the easy way out in yeah. many ways yeah but i mean that that ending is the only thing anybody uh... remembers about terminator 3 though is the like <laughs> the entire remember movie that... was banking on the twist remember that optimistic <laughs> future outcome we promised you last time <laughs> what were you fucking thinking assholes well, to be fair i mean the terminator franchise and this is probably the biggest argument i have against making a sequel the terminator franchise flip-flops all the time like every movie has a different opinion about whether or not fate is real because in the first movie, the plot is totally a paradox. Like, John Connor wouldn't have been born if Kyle Reese wasn't sent back in time. Like, it was all meant to happen. And then the second movie is like, there is no fate but what we make. We can totally change the future. Excuses and excuses to spout philosophical, quasi-philosophical <laughs> bullshit. I've well, Eric. I don't know. I am the horse. I, if the trailer looks good, I'll buy a ticket. Even, like, if the reviews are decent, I may still buy a ticket. I, that was the biggest problem with Genesis, is I saw that trailer and it just looked like shit. It, that, it looked like shit because it was. <laughs> I that's recommend... the problem with 
Prometheus and Alien. Well, the Prometheus trailer was okay, but the Covenant trailer was fucking awful, in my opinion. I mean, G- Genesis is the perfect example of what we're, what I was saying about how, like, the first two movies are so far above the rest because they have, like, real emotion and the characters have arcs. And And Genesis is, like, the perfect example of how people see the Terminator movies now as just dumb action schlock. Because, like, you've got a Kyle Reese who himself looks like Arnold. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Michael Bean's Kyle Reese was like this scrawny, starving dog of a man who had PTSD and was seriously fucked up, and they just replaced him with a big meathead who acts like a generic action hero. Who looks like he drinks protein shakes like twice a day. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it doesn't work at all. Like, he looks like... Jai Courtney looks like the kind of guy who uses the word bra in the middle of conversations <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I don't know, man. I uh, I guess Terminator... Like, do you even lift bra? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Fucking issue showed me something of a buffed out Pennywise. And it said, bro, do you even float? I was like, fucking that's tight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that my was good Christ, shit. Jesus. I'm a fan, but, um, yeah, props to Ishii. <laughs> I think it was Ishii. I would feel really bad if it wasn't Ishii, but if it was Ishii, props to Ishii. Um, 29 yes. Abolt Street, represent. <laughs> I'll take it to the streets of Derry. <laughs> Straight out of Derry? I like it. But, um, yeah, just, um, so those are our thoughts on Raiden. Does anyone have anything else they want to say? Those are thoughts on Raiden? Those are thoughts on Terminator for half a fucking hour. Where do we Terminator, get? Raiden, Potato, Tomato, <laughs> Caribbean. Hey, so uh, Ed Boone is promising hot new character or something. <laughs> I, I, I said, don't care. He said the biggest character we've ever done. And the article interpreted that as spawn because the internet is stupid (laughs) every time every fucking time something like this happens my mind instantly flashes back to like the day i found the fixed version of mk gold for the dreamcast at a walmart and you knew it was like version 2.0 because it had this neon green sticker on it that said hot new <laughs> it was the saddest fucking sight I've ever seen. In terms of like finding MK games at stores, but yeah, that's that's where my mind goes. Please be excited. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So are we? Yeah. I mean, so I joked on the Facebook that there's two ways to read the comment: the biggest character we've ever done. And one of them is that he literally means a large character like Giganta or Adam Smasher. <laughs> the other yeah, way why couldn't it, it be Adam? That's true. The other way to read it, obviously, if he means biggest as like a guest character who is very popular. I was joking because the article automatically assumed that means fucking Spawn, who hasn't been relevant in the 90s. I was like, okay, well, if it's on the same tier as Spawn, then maybe it's... Witchblade? Fucking Savage Dragon? The Danger Girls? Something from the 90s that nobody has seen in 15 years. I'd buy Witchblade. (laughs) (laughs) It's right next to my Robert Patrick poster. Yeah, um, fucking... It's it's one of the fucking Wildcats. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's you somebody from Youngblood. Possibly, you had guessed possibly the mask, and I would actually buy the mask. Oh, yeah, play. I did guess. I guessed the mask with Jim Carrey as the voice actor, because that's the only way it would actually be big. Dude, I would buy the mask. Like The comic version of the mask is very, like, violent. Yeah, I saw the nostalgic critic review on the comparison. I was like, that's... It's kind of like like the Ren and Stippy style of violence, only way more gory. Like it's very like early like MTV Eon Flux kind of violence. So, but I mean, <laughs> like, uh, the, the movie version, I'd buy the shit out of that. I'd buy either one. In the comics, he actually creeped the Joker out. If I'm remembering my crossovers right. Yeah, that sounds familiar. And that that is probably like the biggest reason to have the mask is just to see him interact with the Joker or something like that. Oh, man, but... Well, I don't want to get into the whole voice thing and the whole intro dialogue with Injustice again. We Speaking of dead horses, I'm... Yeah, the, I, that's one thing that kind of hurts the DLC is there's just... If you don't like the character, there's not much else to look forward to. I mean, how many how many indie deals can they possibly cut? Is it going to be Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I think that actually would sell. I think there's a there's a dollar or two there in that pot. I mean, there definitely is. I just don't think they could get the rights. <laughs> Do not want. Show has not been good for several seasons now. Comic was arguably never all that good. <laughs> arguably. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't think there's anything of value to The Walking Dead either comic or TV version except. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. That's pretty much all they have. <laughs> yeah, I, I never watched it, but my roommates always liked it. My friends still watch it religiously, and it's still... Um, I don't know. I, I I liked watching it with my friends. I never really knew what was going on, because I was always like four or five or six seasons in whenever they were watching an episode, but that's cool. Like, they like it. I like seeing Hey, so uh, how many black guys have they killed to replace them with other black guys that they kill now? What are they up to? Seven? Fuck you, AMC. Fuck you. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing, but now that I know... Oh, oh it's a thing. Go look this up. Go look this up. Fair, it's happened to several... the white guys and the Asian guys, too. Yeah. I there's mean, a higher... There's there's a higher death rate. Look this up. It's it's a I'm, thing. I'm sure if, if you're a If you're a young black guy or a wise old man on The Walking Dead, you are fucked, son. Well, I, it doesn't matter. Why we need the X-Men... I would like to see, like, a chart of, like, all the characters who started in Season 1 and which ones are and aren't dead. Because isn't it pretty much just Rick and his son at this point? No, it's Rick, uh, his Glenn son, Carol, Daryl. All right, Daryl, uh, you can't you can't. Yeah, throw off Daryl. <laughs> There's four. Four is still alive. Is Michonne still alive or did she die? Carol's still alive. What about Michonne? Is that who you asked? Did you say Carol? He said Michonne. Stop saying Carol. Michonne, yeah. Michonne. <laughs> I can't hear. Michonne is still alive, but she didn't start till season two. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. She was a bit later. Season two or three. Fair enough. I do have a question. What did everyone think of the Justice League trailer? Uh, I think it, it doesn't it look very like good. The other it's coming League from trailer. somebody that actually played like, Superman. I feel that I am now more prepared for this film because... On my birthday, last week, I decided to take it easy. This may be why I'm ill right now. And I willingly exposed myself to the three-hour director's cut of Batman vs. Superman. 
I did this because the Blu-ray was given to me for free. <laughs> and I always said that I would never watch the movie unless I had to pay absolutely no money to do so. Well, fate chose to wipe its ass with me once again. So I had to live up to my promise, and I did. And why was that three movies, none of which made any sense? <laughs> why was any of that a thing? Why was a glass of urine? Why? I why, spent why? an hour and a half describing everything wrong with that movie to you. There's, I know. There's audio evidence but of I, this. <laughs> but here's the thing. I, I, I hoped you were lying. <laughs> well, now you know better, don't you? <laughs> that is a great strategy, though. Just, like, shit talk a movie for an hour and a half and just lie about everything. Like, <laughs> my, my, my reaction to that entire episode after we went off the air was, I don't believe you. That was it. That's all there was to it. Well, now that episode of The Lost Stands is a testament to my rightness. (laughs) That's good to hear. I'm glad you warmed up to it. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of that do with Wonder Woman. I thought Wonder Woman was fantastic. I love that movie. (laughs) Wonder Woman is 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 wonderful. That was that that was fucking terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Wonder Woman was very very good. It was a spectacular film. Well, well, here's my case. Like. With Batman v Superman, my biggest problem with the movie is that no one talked. There was not a lot of dialogue. You just really ultimately don't know who any of these people are. Well, yeah, I well, know who Wonder Woman is now, so when she's on screen, I care more. Like, And I was always okay with uh, <coughs> uh, Batfleck. I thought his performance, well, he's, a, he's the best part he, of that movie, honestly. He is the only good part, I want to say. I think that Henry Cavill could be good in another director's hands, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I, I have seen Cavill be very charismatic in other films. It's just that Snyder fucking won't let him talk. Like, he creates a movie where the entire premise is the public doesn't trust Superman, and he never has Superman go in front of a camera with a microphone and say, hey guys, here's what I'm all about. <laughs> <laughs> even, even when Superman turns up to testify at Congress... He doesn't get a word out because Congress explodes. That would have been it's such like a how, good scene, too. Oh, it's I would like have loved how, that. It's like how the whole world was convinced that everyone who moderately was involved with the Star Wars prequels had shit acting capability after they were done. Because that's how bad they were. But <laughs> no, that's just how bad of a director George was. <laughs> I think another thing that kind of warmed up Batman v Superman for me was uh, X-Men Apocalypse, which is probably the second worst comic book movie I've ever seen. God, I hate that movie. <laughs> it's it's sloppy, but I wouldn't take... I X-Men would not Apocalypse, take that much. It's not a good movie, but I don't think it's like the worst. I just think it feels like it's, it's from before they started taking these movies seriously. Like it... It's, it feels like it feels like a movie from the Affleck Daredevil era. Yeah, its biggest problem, I think, is the fact that it's another movie about Charles and Magneto that doesn't need to be about Charles and Magneto at fucking all. They just kind of stuck them in there for recognizability, as they do with those two and Wolverine for almost every movie. But they yeah. just couldn't let it go this time. Uh, all right, audience spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, earmuffs, okay? Archangel died in a plane crash. That is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. Psylocke is my favorite X-Men, and she had shit to do and no reason to do it. Um, Dark Phoenix is there for reasons. The only scene in the movie that had any reaction for me was when the fucking... The Magneto did the uh, the two uh, raptors to form the X. Okay, that was sick. The rest of that movie can suck every inch of my 
problems with that film. I hate that movie so bad. <laughs> so much hate. Okay, and spoilers. I'll, I'll put something in the comments for you guys so you know. But yeah. Every inch of your problems. <laughs> Every inch. All the girth of my problems. <laughs> Tab's got 99 problems, ladies. But X-Men Apocalypse ain't one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite. I have 99 problems with X-Men Apocalypse. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah oh, I, man. Th- that kind of got mangled a little bit. I'm, I'm on a little bit of cold medicine. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> oh, it's all good. <laughs> well, um, the only thing I have to say that's NetherRealm related is, um, kind of ties back to Marvel, is Sonic Fox is playing Marvel vs. Capcom, and he is wrecking shit. Uh, he has slain, like, most of the Marvel gods, and he didn't even get an early copy of the game. Uh, Filipino Champ, taken down. Uh, Clockwork, taken down. Uh, he fucked up Punk, who is the new Capcom Messiah right now. Um, like, this is not even just, like, invading, like, another scene. This is, like, fucking moving into their house and eating all their food. It is beautiful what's going on with Sonic Fox right now. So everyone said we were all jobbers, and the only reason anyone was good in NetherRealm games is because Capcom players didn't play them. So we're now seeing all of that fall apart. So I, I love know. it. At, at this point, like, I don't know a lot about Sonic Fox as a person. I haven't, like, listened to him speak at length. But I'm pretty sure he has a weaponized form of Asperger's that makes him better at video games than normal <laughs> people are. <laughs> he's definitely a troll. He, he is, in interviews, he is, I can tell he's... He's kind of like Filipino champ. He's probably a nice guy in real life, but oh man, he's such a fucking troll. I just you had to get past all of that um, with all the tea bagging and all the shit talking. Oh, just uh, but yeah, I, I I think it's interesting. I hope other people follow suit because I would re- I think the Netherrealm community could really use some fighting game diversity. But we'll see what happens. We'll, we're going to find out come this Evo just how good you know Sonic Fox is. <laughs> I'm really excited for that. And yeah, that's that covers pretty. Uh, I mean, I guess we can say more. But well, no, that, that's everything, honestly. I'm just gonna wrap it up there, you know. <laughs> I, I'm not objecting to that. I need to go to bed. <laughs> All right, so we'll wrap it up here. Um, if you like the uh, ten character wish list that we've been putting out, we'll we'll have more of those in the upcoming weeks. So maybe next week and weeks on. Obviously, we're not in any rush because the game's not even close to being announced. So. Um, we'll get those out because you guys have been digging that and uh, thanks for tuning in see you next time later ciao peace Ha, ha, ha.